Hello, my name is Mikkel Snyder, my PSN is Chimeric Notion, and you're more than welcome to call me Chim. In two days, the Destiny 2 beta goes live. In one day, I'm going to talk about the biggest change that's happening to Destiny 2, but today, I'm going to talk about my life, and this will likely be longer than usual. Um, welcome to a podcast without lights. Immediately after I graduated in 2013, I packed all of my belongings into my SUV, uh, Marvin the Mariner, and I drove six hours from a haunted house in St. Louis to a small basement apartment in Madison, Wisconsin. I started a job as a technical service representative for a healthcare software company, and thus began one of the most difficult times in my admittedly short life. I purchased a PS4 to help cope with the stress, but soon enough, the high demands of a job of unrelenting attrition meant I barely had the time or energy to turn the damn thing on. And I'm good at attrition. I'm not good at managing attrition from three different entities and a project manager who I am almost certain hated me and thought I was, a, I was an idiot. Um, I was very ready not to be there. Exactly one year of that particular hell, I put up half my belongings into a storage unit and half of it back into Morven. Another six hours later, I posted up in an extended stay. An extended stay is basically a long-term hotel. I had received a short-term contract as a technical writer for a software design company, and I didn't know how long it was going to last, so I held off on signing a full-time lease. With a much better work-life balance established, within about two weeks, I was excited to be back in St. Louis. One of the main reasons I had come back was that I had people in St. Louis. Some were undergrads who I met when they were freshmen and sophomores. Um, some were fellow graduates who had stuck around for one reason or another. While I had friends in Madison, the nature of our jobs meant that we would often be exchanging horror stories while doing something else tangentially. The friends I had in St. Louis were unbridled by the burden of the knowledge of the corporate world, and I really felt that I could turn off that part of my brain, so to speak. However, my friends were also getting ready to leave the town, or getting ready to go back to school, which did mean I had to have something to do that did not involve them. So I looked at my PS4 longingly, and looked up what was coming up. Uh, considering that this is a podcast about Destiny, I think you can see where this is going. I started playing on September 22nd. This was a couple weeks after launch because I had to order a new power core due to some shenanigans. I made my Titan and slowly became entranced by this game. It became my go-to post-work activity. My space zombie robot knight had all sorts of fun touring the planets, playing the crucible, and slowly progressing under the old light system. After hours of solo play, I started using LFG sites, and when LFG sites weren't enough, I started using something called the 100, where I would join the Echo Company 67, which would become the Traveler Vindicators, which would become the Jacks of All Nades, which would become a different group with the same name, 
um, to a different ID so that way I could be the rightful leader of this ragtag bunch of misfits. Although that's getting a little ahead of ourselves and we'll, we'll talk about that more when we actually get to transition or cleanse the destiny too, but it's pertinent because that was 2014. It was important. Twenty fifteen was the goddamn strangest year of my life, and this is gonna get a little personal much more quickly than I originally anticipated. Um, who's excited for all sorts of mixed things about memory? Because I'm not sure I am. The first quarter of twenty fifteen was a sprint. My favorite comic book store on the Delmo Loop announced that it was closing, and then I met this girl. And these two events are so interwoven in the narrative sense that even though that they were happening completely independently of each other, the story about 2015, from my perspective, cannot be told without both. Because a couple months down the line, the comic book shop announced that it was reopening downtown, and the girl told me she was leaving for a summer job. It was a strange couple months that would lead to a strange summer full of letter writing and lots of comics. In the background of this entire messy situation between the comic book shop that had kept me grounded since undergrad and this person who I had become increasingly fond of, all of my friends were also getting ready to graduate, and the only constant in my life had been destiny. It had been the one thing in my routine that hadn't changed. It was steady and simple and great and had made me become a fully vested gamer and a decent shot. If I'm being honest, this was the year that Destiny sort of solidified as something that I would be willing to devote so much time and energy into. And for better or for worse, it's changed who I am today. Now, out of 2015, September deserves a particular mention in this year of constant change. The week of The Taken King, the DLC that would overhaul a lot of the core systems and problems in Destiny 1, was also the week of Lufest, a concert held in Forest Fork, was also the week that the girl was coming back to St. Louis for a hot minute. I had saved up a lot of my PTO at this point and took three and a half days off and it ended up being one of the best weeks of my life. I can say this in earnest, even knowing everything that came after it. I spent way too many hours playing with the clan as we slowly navigated the new world order. I spent enough time, I'm not sure how to qualify with a person who I had missed desperately. It was a good week. Still is, although now I mostly say it because of Destiny 1. Okay, so finally we have 2017. It is the year that the world is actively ending, but the pop culture is fucking fantastic. My clan has never been more motivated and excited by the Destiny 2 being right around the corner. Um, most of my real life friends have been scattered to the wind in both proverbial and literal senses. Once again, the constant in my life is destiny, which I think is okay, and is something that I am okay with. 
but the change is good too. Right now, I am a grad student too. I'm writing more content than I ever did before. I'm thriving in my community and doing the work, even if I question if that's enough some days. I've uninstalled all my dating apps in favor of something called reality, or as I still have a penchant for calling it, meat space. Um, but I'm getting out there, or trying to anyway. I'm eating healthier, at least slightly. I'm walking around the neighborhood more now that I live downtown and don't need a car to get to all the places I want to get to. I'm still wildly inconsistent with some of the things that, you know, consist of self-care, but I'm getting better. I really do think I am. And most importantly, I think I'm learning how to share joy with a little more confidence. So this episode's a little bit weirder, a lot less Destiny talk, and a lot more about where I was at while Destiny was happening. But this is what the show is about, ostensibly about the personal connection and destiny. And the context of my life that really matters is that destiny is the anchor point. It has grounded me through times of constant change. It is internally optimistic in a way that's hard to explain. And with destiny changing, it's also got me thinking about how I've changed. So. I hope this is bright, could brighten your day, Guardians. It's illuminated mind, if nothing else.